opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right, guys. Welcome to Herbie's Cooking Corner for um, whatever date this is. I think it's the 27th, right? It is. All right. So... All day. Today... Yep, all day. Oh. You know, I, I, I didn't know that, but it's going to be interesting because it'll be the 28th for you before it'll uh, be the 28th for us. I know, because I'm special. Yep. Well, you said it. All right, guys, so... Yeah, but you agreed. I know, I know. So we're going to have an interesting discussion today, guys. We're going to talk about um, well, a lot of summer survival tricks, i.e. making lemonade. We're going to also talk about honey lemonade. We're going to talk about popsicles. And, you know, for anybody that must be pre- Strawberry um, lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. And uh, we are even uh, could even talk about how to safely cook in the microwave. Let's save that for never cold. That we, we save that for another call. Okay, I wasn't sure because it's become such a hot topic recently. But, uh, yes, but we've got too much heat as it is. We don't need more hot topics. <coughs> okay. That's why we want cool, refreshing popsicles and lemonade. All right. Very good. Very good. <coughs> so, we did actually include a few ingredients that... Um, you could use to actually make lemonade if you wanted to. Um, but uh, Tori and I are going to uh, kind of talk about some different lemonade recipes. There'll be time for years and um, all that jazz. And uh, I was in the, uh, this will be the last week. I'll not be in the, uh, next week I'll be back in the friendly confines of my kitchen just in time for convention. Because there will not be a cooking call next week. So, um, that's going to prove to be interesting. But, um, let us uh, get started. So, what we're going to start off with is a basic lemonade recipe. And I gotta tell you, my mom was a little bit horrified, actually, when I mentioned this earlier, that to... It didn't use real lemon and it used the lemon juice instead but yes but um, you get the lemon juice from real lemons and you can do real lemons or you can do it the lazy way with lemon juice yes indeed you can and we won't talk about which method i would use but um if you can imagine lemons in the bottle you're already on the uh, right track there so basic lemonade what we need for this is going to be two cups of lemon juice two cups of sugar tap water to make one gallon about three and a half quarts of lemonade and a gallon sized pitcher now one thing to keep in mind is like some refrigerators may not be able to support the gallon size refrigerator uh, pitcher and so if that happens you can always use the um like find smaller pitchers and divide the recipe in half you can also um opt not to uh 
can <coughs> just not to use as many ingredients um, and just sh cut the recipe and make it in a smaller uh, jug and not worry about making several jugs or you can make the whole thing but in, in splitting it between several jugs however you want to do it and just so you know um, it there's approximately five tablespoons of lemon juice in 1.5 lemons give or take depending on how juicy your lemon is which is why when you can it's perfectly fine to um, substitute with just having lemon juice because that's a lot of lemons to be squeezing all right so let's see if we can actually I tell you what we're going to do we're actually going to um first of all just talk about how i would kind of go through the process of making the lemonade and with the juice so um, I'll talk about the lemon juice in a minute, but first of all, do you have any tips for if people are using actual lemons? Yes, uh, my tip for that would be to squeeze them into a smaller uh, jug rather than using whatever you're actually going to make the lemon in, uh, the lemonade in, um, and then check for things like seeds ending up in there before you add them into your bigger jug or pitcher as you call it um, because it will be easier in the smaller one than trying to reach into the bigger one to feel around in there and make sure you haven't got those because you do not want to be having a nice refreshing sip of lemonade and end up with a seed having little bits of lemon flesh is fine but you don't want the seed although if you don't want the bits of lemon flesh then you can pull those out while you're hunting for seeds <coughs> Yep. <clears throat> I know a lot of people are fussy about things like pulp and their orange juice and pulp and their lemon. That, 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 I actually think that enhances the flavor myself. I'm, I'm Me too. Of, and, and, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I'm glad I'm not the only one who's strange, though. No, I'm definitely strange. <clears throat> I think you're fine. <clears throat> yep. You should know that by now, Herbie. Oh, I yeah. mean, I, I do object I to having seeds in my juice, but I, I do not object to yeah. pulp. I, I agree there, you know, uh, we don't, I, I, I totally agree there, no seeds, uh, for sure, but, um, and then use, a, and then use a, um, use something, um, to pour into the, that you can use to pour into your bigger jug, um, even if you have to, um, do so very slowly, which I suggest you do anyway, um, because you want to be able to put it in the big jug, but you also want to be able to easily feel around in there. It needs to be deep enough that you can not have the lemon juice sloshing all over the place while you're feeling in there, but small enough that you haven't got to reach your entire arm in just to try and be able to reach the bottom. <clears throat> Very good. And have you ever, now also with the lemons, like would you ever use any of those like electric uh, juicers? I have never done so. I always do a manual mm. one. All right. So. And the other thing is that sometimes it can be easier if you cut the lemon up a little before you try and juice it, not just cut it in half, which the juicers do need you to do anyway, but actually cut it into quarters, especially if it's a bigger lemon. It can sometimes be easier. All right. 
Very good, very good. Now, what about if you were dealing with the lemon juice instead, that you're like, you know, <clears throat> I don't want to deal with this actual lemon business. Well, that's perfectly fine. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's perfectly fine. What you need to do is, first of all, um, the bottle of lemon juice. It's an interesting design over here in the States. Um, I don't know what it looks like in um, the UK here. It reminds me a lot of the vinegar bottles, actually. Um, yeah. Well, not quite the vinegar. Right. Like the plastic vinegar bottles. Yes. Yeah. So it can be a little bit disconcerting, but you can tell there is still a major enough difference that you can tell um, how it will work, how, how, how the bottle itself looks is you do have, um, there comes in two sizes of uh, lemon juice. I personally would go with the bigger bottle. Um, you can always tell, of course, just by opening it and smelling it if you have a sense of smell. But um, or by running your that. finger across the lid and putting it on your tongue. Yep. That will definitely be. Yep. That that that'll definitely be a big uh, giveaway. Yes. So those are some um big things right there you can do to uh, tell the difference with the uh, lemon juice, and um. Once you do get it open, it's pretty fairly. It's a pretty easy bottle to open, but um, um, all you have to do is um just pour it uh, over the thing and um pour it into like a. Uh, I guess you can stir directly in the pitcher if you want. That might be the easiest. Otherwise, then. Uh, yeah, I, I think I would personally stir it into the pitcher itself. And what were you going to yeah. say? Um, depending on, um, like, how comfortable you are with, like, holding the pitcher steady while doing so. If But if you are comfortable with doing that, then yes, stir directly into the pitcher. Or you can do it into, again, a smaller one and then add that into the bigger one and then just give it another stir later when you've added your water if that makes sense because i t would um like add, stir the sugar into the lemon juice and then um add it into the the bigger jug and then add the water and give it another stir because it seems it sometimes helps the sugar to dissolve to give it that extra stir which depending on um how safe you feel doing that really good stir with a bigger picture to whether or not you're going to want to do that with the bigger one if that makes sense yes it definitely does all right so um next we're going to talk about the water and yeah, uh, this is where you can just we do have a hand yep okay all right. What do we have? We have Abraham. Hey, Abraham. Hey. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to add a few uh, possible tips. Um, so I recommend if you're going to use a real lemons, uh, get the unwaxed kind and um, zest them. You can always store the zest in the freezer. Um, and the zest adds a lot of flavor to a lemonade. So what you 
can do is add a zest them directly into the sugar that you're going to use. Or if you want to sweeten another way, um, zest them uh, into maybe a couple of tablespoons of sugar. Uh, and mixing that sugar in with the zest helps to draw out the oils from that zest. Um, and then after zesting them, you can uh, squeeze, the, cut the lemons and squeeze them. Um, and then also, if you're going to squeeze a lot of lemons, um, just be sure to wash your hands thoroughly uh, because I think lemons and limes, if you squeeze them, um, you can get the bad sunburn. Uh, it exposes you to bad yes, sunburn. Yes, you can. Yes, yeah. any kind of citrus fruit you can, yes. All right, those are some very good tips. Thanks, Abraham. And I didn't think about the unwaxed thing. Because, uh, thank you, Abraham, because I always buy unwaxed lemons anyway. Heidi has her hand raised as well. Hey, Heidi. Heidi. Hi, guys. Um, Nick and I actually do have a juicer. And um, if you do it that way, I'm pretty sure you can get a little bit more out of your lemon. It probably would only need one lemon to get the five tablespoons. But you probably would, yeah. And that also is a good cleaner for said juicer. Yes, it is. All right. Oh. Well, a couple things there, Heidi. One, don't put it in your microwave. <laughs> the juicer's too big anyway. Unless we got like the two cubic foot or okay, bigger, well don't put, I don't, don't think put, it would work. Don't put it in your oven either. No, don't 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 put it. Um, no. <laughs> so if you, I, I just gotta mention, guys, if you hadn't heard yet, Nikki and Heidi had a, a Nick and Heidi had a son recently, an S-U-N, not an S-O-N. So uh, <laughs> oh, I just couldn't resist. <laughs> Well, oh, we do have an S O N, but it's four legs and covered with blue fur. Oh, so you have so. a son and a son. Yes. Well, you know, and both of them of were smoky. Yeah, well, not so much the microwave, but yes. <laughs> Definitely. I'm sorry. I just nope, had that's to. okay. He has no problem getting made fun of. <laughs> Thanks, Heidi. All right. And back to the show. <laughs> And Abraham has raised his hand again. Again? I mean, <clears throat> yes, Abraham. Abraham. Maybe um, nice. Oh, <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot to mention that uh, you can roll the, the lemons around on a table. Um, and I put yourself get a little more juice out. Um, like squeeze them against your table while rolling a little bit. Um, and uh, you can like add them to like uh, hot water. Um, let it also help. Uh, get the limbs, oh, like before cutting, I'm saying. Um, yeah. Get a more juice out. <laughs> yep. You can also um, keep the uh, lemons and put them in your lemonade pitcher for some extra lemony flavor. Like just throw in lemon wedges of what's left kind of thing, even after you've yep. used them. Indeed. So another thing, let's talk a little bit about sweeteners here. Um, most people are going to use sugar there. I've definitely heard that you can use uh, like stevia or 
substitutes as well. Um, mm-hmm. Be careful with those chemical sugars is all I will say on that, but I understand. And if, and if you're using um, a um, unrefined sugar, you will, will need to stir it a bit more than you would for an a refined sugar yep. to get it dissolved properly. But you can also use other stuff like, for example, um, somebody mentioned to me about lav- adding lavender syrup to their lemonade, um, which that would be something really, really tasty. I may have made lavender syrup before, but I didn't actually add any to my lemonade, and now I really wish I had. Um, maybe next time. Um, and you can also sweeten it with berries by making something like strawberry lemonade. That's a good way to do it without adding too much extra sugar. You might need to add a little bit, but you wouldn't need to add as much because the berries have their own natural sugar. In which case you would um, juice the, the strawberries in a similar way to how you juice the lemons. It's just that it would be a lot um, quicker process because they're pretty easy to squish. So the other thing, and let's talk about strawberry lemonade too um, in just a second. Another thing you could try adding to the lemonade now, I, I, I will mention I don't know what this would taste like. I've not tried it myself, but you could try adding chocolate syrup and uh, see what you come out with. Anybody that's brave enough to try it, I want to hear from you. I don't um, see why you couldn't try. I, I don't think I'm going to, but then I'm not a huge chocolate fan in things in a lot of things so well, i wouldn't want a chocolate fan anyway in your part of the country because it would just melt so um That's anyway <laughs> anyway but uh, so i'll talk to you real quickly about a strawberry lemonade that i make and it's um you can definitely make enough for a pitcher if you want but if you throw in this concoction into a blender and use i use about a quarter cup of sugar and even that might be a bit much and you can use like frozen strawberries for this and you know the ratio of lemon to water is going to depend on how tart you want the thing to be so i would say experiment a little bit i Um, thought we were making lemonade not tarts right exactly but um i'd experiment with the ratio of lemon juice to water and uh, you can just uh, blend it all up and have a uh, frozen lemonade, which on a really hot day is going to taste wonderful. On a cold day, not really so much. Is. It depends if your heating's broken in a way that has it stuck on the hottest setting. Yep. Then you, you should... might be glad of it in, even in winter. You might be. But um, in the summertime, you, you know that heating setting in, in the summertime, it's not the heater, it's the sun, right? You know, that big ball that... Oh, is that what it is? No wonder I can't find the off button. Yeah, yeah. That, <sighs> that's what that is. Knew there was a problem somewhere. <laughs> yep. Um, I can start to think of more sun songs, you know, to do for karaoke. Or heat, too, you know. Um, but... <laughs> um, anyway... Anyway, so yeah, you can, um, I do the, the, the strawberry lemonade a lot, and um, that is really delicious in a, uh, the blender, and it, uh, you can store the rest that you don't drink if uh, you want. Now, don't do like I did and accidentally spill the uh, strawberries when you forget which side of the bag you opened all over the floor. That's really fun to clean up, or not. Oh, well, that's okay. I wouldn't have to clean it up. My Your dogs, dogs love would. strawberries. All I'd have to do is just t- let Logan in the kitchen and they'll be gone. 
Uh, see, that's the one advantage I would ever have. Maybe I would have with having a dog is, you know, somebody clean up all the messes, you know. But yeah. And I was saying the other day, too, you know, because like for those of you that don't know, um, Gabe, one of you know from our, um, not the resolutions, Gabe, the other Gabe has a dog named Gabe. And I was talking about how I want a dog named Dog. So uh, I want to be able to say here, dog. My uncle had a dog called D. Mm. Well, actually, its name was D for dog. All right. But then I also talked about on uh, the Manic Monday yesterday how I want to. I've talked about this in other places too. How I want to change my first name to Alan. So I, I don't, would, you, would you all know how to react to me if I change my first name to Alan? So moving on. <laughs> no, I, that's what I thought. Any, um, anyway, you can also use honey or other types of syrup to sweeten yes. your lemonade. Yes, I was gonna get to that. The uh, honey lemonade that. Uh, all right, here we go. Here's my re our recipe for that. So this one for the honey lemonade calls for, actually does call for the lemons. And it says five to six lemons, actually. Lar five, five to six large lemons scrubbed. One third and three fourth cups honey. Yeah, that's literally how... No, I'm sorry. It reads one third... And three-fourth cups honey. I don't know who writes these recipes, but it ain't to me. So. um, Actually, that one, I believe, was written by my nan, and she was not very good at typing things up. All right. Well, we'll be nice to your nan. Um, <laughs> In her defense, she when she typed that up, she was almost 90. So. Ah. Uh. Why were you making her work so hard at that age? Why not wait? You know, how to do it? It wasn't younger? my fault. It, it wasn't my fault. She offered to do it. I wasn't going to say no when she was offering to type up some of her recipes. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, all right, if you say so. So one third and three fourth cup uh, cup honey and then cups honey. Mm, a uh, about a half gallon of boiling water. And so with this recipe, scrub the lemons and squeeze the juice and into a large bowl. And it says pulp into a large bowl. So add honey and pour half of the water over it. Stir until the honey dissolves. Add the lemon halves and pour the rest of the boiling water over the uh, mixture. Stir well and allow to cool. Strain, squeezing out the juice from the lemon halves, and serve over ice. Makes about 10 cups. So a couple things I will mention on this recipe. You're going to have to boil the water, and uh, you'll want to use a pot on the stove. And if you are not comfortable... Or a kettle. Or a kettle, yep. Kettle is definitely good, too. Kettle will make cool whistling sound to let you know that it's done. Pot and Mine stove. doesn't whistle anymore. Mm -hmm. No, mine just clicks. I did have one that whistled. Well, get a new one that will whistle them. That's why we do. Um, there's also, but if you don't have a kettle, if you're just using a pot, you're going to have some other indicators too to know that the water is boiling. For instance, the fact that it's bubbling is going to be a very good indicator that it's boiling. And you can also set a timer. Depending on your stove, it's going to depend on the length of time that it takes the water to start boiling. So probably around 10 to 15 minutes-ish. 
and you can use a spoon to judge. Be careful of water vapor. Water vapor almost caused me to say a very bad word on this call once. And it did, uh, it did yes. Um, all thanks to boiling macaroni and uh, cheese. And, well, you know, I think I still got a tiny scar from that. Oh, um, poor baby. I am, yes. Anyway, um, but it's hard to know because I've, you know, I, you know, it's really interesting because I've done a lot with oil. I've done a lot with water. I've probably burned myself more so with water than I ever have with oil. And it's really interesting because when they teach you how to cook, they never teach you how to boil oil per se. They, they teach you how to boil water, but. Well, apparently <laughs> you, you skipped that lesson. You have a hand. All right, we have a hand. We have a hand. All right. Well, I'm glad somebody has a hand and hasn't lost. That doesn't sound good. Whose hand is it, hey, Kayla? It's Haley. Hi, Haley. Good morning. Hey, guys. Hey, Herbie. Hello. I think this is the first time you've this, been on my cooking call. This. Well, I mean, the first time I've unmuted. Okay. <laughs> That's good me. Sometimes yes. I'm in Clubhouse. Today okay. she got brave. Today no, she got brave. I, no, because right. now I'm having, um, like, withdraw Herbie withdrawals, so I needed to... Um, See, you're probably the first out. person to experience that. So I actually... Um, <laughs> She's probably the only person to experience I that. I just yes. saw Herbie this week in person, so that's why. Yep. Um, so I have a suggestion. This is how I like to do my lemonade. So I usually sweeten mine with a simple syrup. It's probably not as healthy, right, as, like, a honey or agave or something, but... For my simple syrup, I like to um, fragrance them, I guess, fragrance, flavor, I don't know. Um, so I do equal parts sugar and water, but then I will take either some like culinary lavender or I'll take some rosemary from my garden and I'll put a couple of sprigs of that in and um, and you just bring the water and the sugar to, you know, to a boil and you have your herbs in there. And then once it comes to a boil, just take it off the heat and let it steep for about 20 minutes. And then you strain it and you'll actually have the flavor like lavender lemonade or rosemary lemonade is so delicious. So then you can use that simple syrup that's um, flavored to um, sweeten the, the lavender lemonade. I mean, the lemonade. Awesome. So just wanted to give that suggestion. I love that. Thanks for sharing that, Haley. Yep. Yeah. So like Haley, I said, I did get I did get um, told about um, you the idea of using lavender syrup, but um, it's good to have some um, other alternatives and to hear how you make it. Haley. Yeah, it's so delicious. So since we've got a cook an actual cooking instructor on here anyway, and I just got done talking about this, I can't resist. So so Haley, since I've uh, you know mentioned Don't you know, that put I think me on I'm, the spot, Herbie. <laughs> since I've mentioned that I burn myself with water more than oil, do you think you'll might might uh, recommend the teaching students how to boil oil first before water? Like <laughs> what when you say boil boil oil, that's a hard thing to say, first of that all. That is you know, just boil putting it oil. If you're when you're talking about boiling oil, are you meaning just so that you can fry something in yes. it? Yes. Yeah. It's hard, right? Because it splatters so easily. It, yeah, you do. So it, it does. I'm not a big um I don't deep fry a lot of stuff, especially since now we have like air fryers and things like that. I've never been yep. a big like I've never really enjoyed um 
even cooking bacon, you know, splatters, and that doesn't, that's just producing its own oil, right? But I agree, yep. that, that water burn is, oh, that yeah. water burn is um, pretty painful. Sometimes I'll reach over the top of my kettle, forgetting yep. that steam is coming out of the top, and even yep. just that steam burn can be pretty painful, so... I think the main reason that people get burnt so easily with water rather than other stuff is that you think about the dangers of the other yes. stuff more. That's what I was going to say. Is like oil I'm just naturally more cautious around. Oh, no, I'm in Herbie's head. Yes. Don't <laughs> do that. Get out. Go. <laughs> Somebody save me. Anyway, it's good to be here. It's good to hear your voice, Herbie. I'm so proud of you, and it was really good to see you this week. Yeah, you too, and you owe me a couple of recipes. Um, yes, that... I will send them, I promise. It's just, I'm getting ready for a trip, you know. Yeah, I've heard. You know, you, know, you could always even come and do some of them yourself on here. You know, yeah, it's funny, I mentioned that last week too, and I'm glad I'm getting some backup support Cause, on this. Because we do have an open slot in September. Sure, I don't mind. Let me know. All right. Well, yep. um, okay. All so right. Hey, I'll send them to you. You can look them over and then you can let me know whether you want well, to we'll, do them we'll, yourself. We'll, 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 we're, 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 I've decided we'll we're just booking tell you, you for. We'll, um, just, we'll just tell you what date you're going to be on. Yep. <laughs> um, is, so Should I come I with will, my British accent or my American accent? You ooh, British accent. British accent. British accent. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I will get you. Um, in contact with uh, my agent, Tori, who is my agent here, and uh, she will uh, work out the details. We'll actually have a cooking, in you'll be the first cooking instructor on this call. Oh my goodness. No pressure, no pressure. No Maybe. pressure, no pressure. <laughs> All right, I look forward to it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I'm not sure All if right, I'm looking for forward to here, what Haley. stories you might remember about me that I've forgotten, but uh, that you'll tell. That's okay. Um, <laughs> what do you think I wanted to book her? Exactly. So... <laughs> <clears throat> um, that is Haley, who does the essential oils, which you do not put on this stove, by the way. Um, so. Well, actually, sometimes you okay. might want to put them on just a scent option. Right. Okay, fine. You put them on the stove for a completely different reason. But as far as I know, okay. Or am I going to get corrected on this? To, to, you don't use them for any cooking purposes. Generally. Generally. Yes, you're going to get corrected. I use them in my cooking all the time. <laughs> because it depends. The thing you is. You just have to make sure that they're, you're not you're putting you, you, stuff. Yeah, they have to be safe. They can't be ones you buy ones, at Walmart, Irby. Yeah. Okay. The, if they're food grade and if they are the right kind of oils that are safe to be ingested, then yeah, sure, you use them in cooking. But all the right. ones that you'd get at Walmart, no, do not put those in your food. Okay, good to know. But I, yeah, well, well Walmart is cheap, what can I say? But yeah, no. Yeah. I, yeah. the, uh, all right. But if you get them from the right place and they're ones that are safe to consume, then yes, you would definitely put them in your food. The right place. All right. Well, good to know. And just a reminder for those of you in Clubhouse, you are definitely more than welcome to participate as well. Just hit that request to speak button. And, and give Travis, poor Travis something to do. Yeah. Uh, give Chor Pavis something to do. Oh, there, don't so. you start. I know, I have nothing to do right now. <laughs> now look what you did. ACB community is going to have its own language. and uh... Right now I'm just out here listening to the crows. Yeah, I hear, hear them. them. Wow. wow. <laughs> Even well, they think you're, it's, this is fun. 
So they do. That, 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 so so can we talk about here on the cooking corner how to eat crow? No. Oh. Um, anyway. <clears throat> so Should we go back to talking about lemonade and popsicles? Let's talk about lemonade and popsicles. So, um, Tori, what can you uh, well first of all, do we have anything else to talk about with your uh, Nan's uh, honey lemonade recipe? Um my guess as to why they've got the two different measurements for the honey is that I know that my nan was very fond of just putting a certain amount in and then after she'd mixed that in, adding more. So I'm assuming that that would be the reason for that. All right. Well, maybe we should ask Carl if he has any thoughts on that subject as well. Or does he not like that recipe? I don't know. Know. He's got all the recipes, so I don't know if he looked at them, uh, many of them as I have, but he's got them. All right. Well, we're... we will both give them copies. So. All right. Well, we'll put him on the spot with that one. So, um, oh, we're having too much fun with our guests. Um, anyway, and yet they still keep coming back. They do. I wonder why. I don't know. <laughs> oh well. Oh, well, because they know they get to be in charge for that at least one moment in time and they can make the most of it. That's why. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. And um, so I think we've pretty much exhausted the actual lemonade idea. I think so, too. I think that we've all squeezed out on that. So let's move over to the popsicle side of things. And a great segue would be to say that you can use your lemonade as a popsicle filling. Because yes, you can just pour some can. of your lemonade into a popsicle mold and put it in the freezer and you have lemonade flavored popsicles. Indeed you do. And um, if you don't have any popsicle molds, there are some of the simple methods are you can um, use an ice tray and um, there are popsicle like things you can stick into the ice tray like in the thing that will kind of like um help it set and you'll have a nice little stick so um you have that as an option and you um, can also do it um by putting it in an ice cube tray and then waiting um uh, for it to start freezing and then putting like you can this will only do small ones obviously but then yeah. putting um toothpicks yep um in them like when they're not fully frozen yes when, fro when they started to freeze enough that they that the toothpick will stay stood up yep um so yeah exactly yep <clears throat> and of course just remember the toothpicks are gonna be a little bit sharp but um that's okay i think we're all adults depending here. on how much water you've used the lemonade might be too yep um, you, there's also other things you can do to make popsicles if you don't want to deal with, um, all that. You no, know, orange juice makes a really good popsicle, for instance. Um, Any kind of fruit juice, actually. Yep. You can also use, um, fruit in various types of water, whether that be coconut water or regular water or a mixture of, um, coconut water and a little bit of rose water yep 
Um, I'll tell you a pop school that uh, you, you, you probably, well, you might come up with a substitute. I used to, my mom used to make popsicles out of these a long time ago, and that was chocolate milk. And that was actually. Mm -hmm. Well, a good way to do it if you want to be doing a fun type of um, popsicle and not have it all the same flavor is that you can layer it by doing um, like only partially filling your mold with something, leaving it for about an hour, then putting the next layer in and so on. Yeah. Um, and but... that way you will end up with a free layer popsicle rather than a solid one. Yep. I had a problem with a popsicle mold though once. <clears throat> um, I was playing with it and I broke it and somebody said to me, you broke the mold. I think that was the day you were born, Herbie. Oh, oh, okay. <clears throat> so, I think you're right. Um, and of course, you can also make, uh, you know, like uh, you can also do like uh, milkshakes or smoothies, that type of thing too. Um, if you have a blender, you know, pour some ice cream. If you want a milkshake, like mix in some ice cream and some milk and you can also add in like uh, strawberries to give it uh, a berry type flavor or some other type of berry um or you can make just a smoothie in general like as if you were going to make it for like yeah. uh, um to drink the smoothie but instead put it in whatever you would make your popsicles in yep and uh hey we just had a discussion about smoothies and shakes last week so uh, there you go um and the main difference, by the way, between a smoothie and a shake is A, the thickness, and B, nine times out of ten, it's not always the case, but nine times out of ten, there is ice cream in a milkshake. Yep. And another food discussion that uh, we get actually have touched upon here in the cooking call in the past that uh, surfaced on one of the ACB Presents calls, too, which is unrelated to this, but uh, yams versus sweet potatoes. So, um... I'm not um, sure how good they'd be as popsicles, so. I don't think they'd do too good either, but, uh, you know, well, you know, I guess if you want, like, frozen sweet potato fries, but. Well, they'd be great for that. Yeah. But, but no, I, I don't think they'd make great popsicles. I, I don't think so either. Although bananas do. They do. And uh, over here they have these uh, dark chocolate banana slices that you can get that are frozen that are really good. And I have a Halloween recipe for banana ghost where you freeze the banana and um, then you dip it in chocolate, white chocolate, um, though you don't have to if you want a dirty ghost. But anyway, officially it's white chocolate because of the ghost. And then put it back in the freezer and you will have a frozen banana ghost. All right. Well, you know, this is a good, you know, as much as I'm not into Halloween and stuff, I like the idea of this because, you know, I've been trying to sell people on the idea of liking white chocolate. So uh, um, I think that's a really good idea. So, um, um, all right. Banana ghosts. That sounds uh, good. I think we can see through that. So, yes. All right. Do we have any more questions, any more comments about this? Or if you have anything you want to talk about that's unrelated? This is an opportune time, by the way, guys, to do your talking because I'm not, neither of us are actually in the kitchen. So we can't be distracted and nobody's probably going we to talk. We can be distracted. So we can be distracted. So it's just that it won't be a problem if we are. Exactly. So this is uh, your guys' uh, opportunity to talk. 
However, please uh, try and keep it at least vaguely cooking related. And also yes. um, remember ACB rules, safe, welcoming and respectful. Yes. All right. Unless you're talking to Herbie. Yeah. Uh, somehow I become the exception. Okay. Um, <clears throat> That's because you're special in certain ways. Yes. All um, right. You guys do have a hand. <laughs> all right. And that is Jill. Jill. Hi, all Jill. right. Hey guys, um, I was just wondering if you guys or anyone on the call has a recommendation of a brand of popsicles, um, like the molds to order. I cannot remember what the brand that I got was, but I did get some really good ones, which actually clip into a um, frame that keeps that helps them to stand up. And then you just remove yeah. each one individually and then run it under warm oh. water just to be able mm -hmm. to pull you out your um, popsicle. Mm -hmm. um, and I like them so much that I now have two sets of them. Okay. Because I've seen some and they sometimes seem like flimsy, like I'd rather pay a little more and get a better... Yeah, these are solid. Bottom. I've dropped them several yeah. times and they're not showing any signs of it. Mm-hmm. And I've been using okay. them for over a year now. Um, and because of the fact that I don't do, deal with heat very well, and sometimes even in the winter we get um, quite <coughs> warm weather. It doesn't happen very often, but sometimes. Um, I tend to have popsicles on hand all year round. So, yeah. I yeah, because I like to make smoothies, and I was thinking it would be fun to try to pour them in there and then... Yeah, um, use a, make popsicles use a funnel. out of smoothies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, use a funnel. But if you use a funnel, you can definitely do that. And actually, that is a really fun way to, ha to have popsicles. And it's also a really fun thing to do with smoothies. So, mm -hmm. so right now, I'm just um, looking at popsicle molds on Amazon. The first one you get is a kit, by the way, the, the first result that comes up. <coughs> um. <clears throat> Homemade popsicle mold shapes um, with uh, silicone uh, shapes, and uh, you get reusable sticks, I guess some bags as well, and it's BPA-free. So uh, there you go. That's for $22. Um, there's an easy-release popsicle mold set, which you can get for $19. Then there's a six-piece one for $10. I think you get a better deal with a 12 um, myself, but... Uh, Okay, cavity ones, yay. Oh, $17. So, so it's very interesting. You can definitely type in popsicle molds in the Amazon and to see um, what results, results you get. And I'm being told that the Pampered Chef one is really, really good. I've been told in general that Pampered Chef is really, really good everything in general. So, um... Yeah. I guess I just need to start getting some pampered chef things. Um, I think you do have another hand whenever right. you Abraham, you may unmute. Hey, Abraham. Hi. Um, so, other things that make nice popsicles is jello. Um, so, there you go. Make a mm -hmm. batch of jello with a little, maybe add a little extra sugar depending on your preference. Um, and then, if you're going to do the smoothie one. I did see a couple of weeks ago a recipe where the person used a loaf tin and then um, put foil on top 
and uh, with uh, put, put um, her popsicle sticks through that, and then once it was frozen, um, she took it out of the loaf tin. That I think she lined with a cling a cling wrap, um, and then she cut it um, into popsicles, individual popsicles. That's an option, but you want to be careful doing that because cutting things that are frozen is how I have a scar on the tip of my of one of my fingers. Yeah. So um, it, is, but it is a it is a really neat idea, and thank you yep. for sharing it. But you do want to be very careful if you do that. If you start thinking that your, your hand is getting cold, then um, take a minute to double check where your fingers are positioned if you're doing that. Yep. Um, the other thing I will mention is I hate dealing with saran wrap. Ugh. Um, Me too. I, I, I always struggle to get that stuff evenly. Like, I think it, it looks even when I'm, you know, unrolling it and then I get to the perforated thing and something goes wrong every time and it's like not as even as... And it tries to stick to itself and won't stick to what you want it to stick to. Exactly. I hate so. the stuff. Yeah, me too. Um, but that is definitely an option. If you like this stuff or if you like c cutting frozen things, then by all means, that's a good recipe. I would use, you know, obviously you're not going to use a butter knife to cut something like that. You will need a good sharp knife, but uh, and we hate telling you kids to play with knives, but uh, there you go. No, you um, don't. No, you're right. We don't because it's just part of cooking. So... Yeah. But that is a very unique recipe. Um, Jello, you know, I tried doing a stuff with Jello once, but that galloped away from me, you know, with all the hooves and whatnot. So, um, yes, that's why I don't eat Jello. Yeah, and we do have a hand in Clubhouse. All right. Oh yay! Somebody gave Travis something to do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Go ahead, Justin. Hey, Justin. Uh, um, I know it's kind of not off subject, but kind of different. Um, in my kitchen, I have popsicle molds for my dogs. They are paddle shaped and they're thing. It's designed to where you can put fruit in there, like bananas or apples or peaches. And so, especially when they're teething, but especially to help cool them off. So that's a sure great, that's really cool. Dogs also like frozen carrot. Yep. Especially, but again, especially when they're teething. I would just tell you if I don't know if they make molds in this shape or not, but dogs, if you ever see a mold shape that it looks like a round tube be suspicious because um that can also be referred to as a hot dog and um hot dogs are not made out of dog hands no. <laughs> all right but that's the yeah all right so excellent to there we we do not object to cooking tips for our furry friends as well so thanks justin yes indeed who's all next right. kayla up first is Haley. Haley. Hi, Haley. Oh my gosh. I'm just sitting here laughing at the two of you. So um, another suggestion, and this is how I used to make popsicles before I got popsicle molds, is if you just buy like the paper Dixie cups, you may have already shared this if you did, I'm sorry. Nope. But no, we didn't. if you just buy like the paper Dixie cups, you can make it in those and you know, you can make them whatever size you want then. Um, and then when the popsicle is frozen, then you can just use scissors to cut down the side of the cup and peel it back. And then, you, you know, the popsicle is revealed. Yep. Or you can turn it into a slushy by letting it defrost slightly. Yep. Ah, but the night they drove old Dixie down. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Okay. Um, 
Thank so you, Haley. Yeah, and that, I'm that glad is... you're entertained. Yes. All right. Thank you for that, Haley. Okay, who's next? I just Heidi. like seeing someone giving her be a hard time, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. I know. I'm like dying over here. Uh, um, anybody else? Tyann. Hey, Tyann. All right. Tyann gets to be in the hot seat pretty soon with the uh, chicken casserole. So we're looking forward to that. And um, Heidi is coming back with, well, I think it's become the Herbie and Heidi cooking call because I think what Heidi has, what, like two recipes, three recipes? Um, four. Four, yeah, see? Because um, there's, there's the one at the end of August, there's the one at the end of September, the one in the middle of October, and the one at the beginning of December. All right, very good. So yeah, Heidi, and that's just for this year. I don't even know what we've got in store oh, we for have, next I year. I told her we will talk about next year when we get closer. I haven't started on next year's calendar yet. Okay. Um, so we've got to Heidi as well. So that's coming up. And um, apparently we now also have Haley. We're also going to have Haley. Yep, really. I'm actually looking forward to that one. The rest, of, no, no, just kidding. We've got <laughs> Kayla a couple of times. Yes, we do. Crafty Kayla. And uh, she's going to be making some delicious cakes for us. I am so looking forward to well, that. Well, she's making one of the cakes, and the other call that she's coming back for is to finish her um, cooking and organizing tips. That's right. Patty is making the other cake. So, with Patty making the other cake. <sighs> This, you know where I'm going with this one. Does that mean it's a patty cake? Oh, for me. <laughs> boom, boom. Uh, we love you, Pat. Um, anyway. And also, we have uh, Carl returning to do some uh, to mention some of his favorite recipes. Yes, Herbie and I do. will be in interviewing him on Harry Potter's birthday, and then a couple of weeks later, we will be have, having the interview go live for you guys to all hear. Yep. So we got quite a busy schedule for. Um... And sometimes we'll even be cooking ourselves. Yeah, I know. It's an, it's amazing, isn't it? Um, that does actually occasionally happen. So um, used to happen all the time. Used to happen. Used to happen all the time. And uh, now I've got my own cooking instructor coming on one of my own calls. So it's amazing <laughs> how this has changed um, over the last couple of years. But, you, you, hey, you're the one who put me in charge. Yeah, I know. But even I, you, 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 oh, what? You do have a hand. When you're we do ready? have a hand. All right. Who have we got? Abraham. Abraham. Hey, Abraham. Hi. Um, I, I, the only reason I joined the ACB um, Facebook group was because I had Patty was going to share that M&M &M recipe on there. So I'm really looking forward to that call. <laughs> All right. Um, so. And then um, I also wanted to make another suggestion of a possible pop recipe, uh, instant pudding. Uh, so instant vanilla yes. chocolate pudding, oh, and go. then you can also add um, add like cereal or nuts or something to that as well. Yeah, to give it a bit more, it more texture. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or even fruit. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. And another one I meant to mention is Kool Aid. Oh yes. Definitely. Make up Kool Aid and, and make that into popsicles. I've made some really tasty grape ones that way. 
Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Do we have Kool-Aid in England? Are you in England? Uh, only if, in yeah, I was only, wondering only, that only myself, the, actually. Well, I was we about do, to ask but it's, it's relatively new to us over here. I actually only... The only reason I've known about it for more than about uh, about five years is because of the fact that I spent some time in Canada, um, and that's where mm -hmm. I was introduced to it. But now we have um, American stores, American candy stores, and you can get it there, or you can buy it on Amazon. Okay. Because you can buy everything on Amazon, including the kitchen sink. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I actually know someone who's on this call who bought a kitchen sink from Amazon. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, Donna I was... has her hand raised. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Nope, you're good. Go ahead, Donna. So I want to make a request. So why don't we do a call about, um, like, me making meals ahead for a week. Like, you know, That's a making great meals idea. on, yep. like, Saturday for those of us who work. And that, it'll make it easier for us so we don't have to get up in the morning and do it or do it at night. No, that I way maybe we could come up with some good stuff for us to take. I'd be happy to do that if, if you want me to take that topic okay. because I do a call here once a month in Washington and that's yes. our topic always is food prepping. All right. Cool. You've got the job. There you go. So then we just Thank start decide, is Haley going to just do that one or does she want to do a recipe too? Oh, she, she she's still doing one of her recipes too. She's not getting out of it that easily. So we're going to book her. All right. So spots. it's just which way round she's doing it. Okay. Exactly. Okay, so one of them September, the other one is going to be November, Haley, just so you know. Poor Haley. Perfect. Thank you, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. And I think that's right. a great topic suggestion, Donna. It is. No, that, that, that's a really good idea. See, guys, we actually do take uh, requests into consideration. And in Donna's case, we immediately had somebody who was willing to uh, already knew how to talk about it. Um. I will mention, though, real briefly as well, though, Donna, and I'll make sure this gets posted to the YouTube channel, and it's probably in the podcast feed. Um, it's kind of similar, but kind of not. We did have a call with Liz on soups, and so, you know, those are things you can make and freeze and whatnot. So. Yeah, but I think Donna means more. Like oh, yeah, no, 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 de def definitely. Because soup for an entire week is boring. Yeah, it is. I agree. Um, but uh, all right, we're looking. So uh, Haley, will definitely we'll look forward to that, and I'll talk to you. Can I ask Donna for clarification? So Donna, for example, if I taught you how to make, say, like, I mean, I'm just using this as an example, but if I taught you how to make a pot of beans and then showed you how throughout the week you could use those beans in a variety of recipes, is that what you're looking for? That's some of what I'm looking for, but I d definitely want to learn how to make a variety of different things for that I can do on Saturday for lunch for the whole week. Perfect. Yes, yeah, okay. I would love. Yeah. I like that idea, too. So that's the a good idea, but also just variety of stuff that and, and how I can go about doing it um, to make meals ahead of time. Okay, doing so like for doing like something for me, like what I do... Haley suggested with the beans is a good way to do that because you can like cook the beans and chop up stuff, so certain stuff that's going to go with it that'll last a few days, mm -hmm. um, like on Saturday, and then make the various meals for a few days. Well, and like mm -hmm. for in our house, I do um, mason jar salads on Sundays so oh. that my husband can just grab whichever one he wants. You know, when the day he goes to work, he can just grab. definitely want that in your call. Okay. Okay. I'll make sure I do that then. Perfect. 
There you go. So, you know, I guess if, uh, you know, you're, you're making a mason jar salads, you know, are they, um, you know, like uh, non-perryable? And if that's the case, would that be a Perry Mason salad? Okay, never mind. Anyway. <clears throat> on, <clears throat> see, we actually, we, believe it or not, we actually do try to teach as well as entertain on the co- cooking call and uh, that's mm-hmm. the things. All right. So, Travis, what are you going to cook for us, my friend? He's gonna cook How up to work some a trouble. Microwave. Ah, but you know, well, I think there's some people Actually, that need lessons that on that. So. <laughs> I oh think my we gosh! Should, I think we should book him for that. What do you think, Tori? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think you have Travis's contact information, so Travis will get my agent will get in contact with you. Right. Um, yeah, we can do microwave be... cooking. Yeah, no, actually, I think microwave cooking is a good topic to cover, and it's really and it's something that especially I honestly... since that we would be putting him in for November, and it would be an ideal time to be yeah. able to do some quick stuff over the holidays. Exactly. So. So you, you've got time to think it out, Travis, but my agent will get in contact with you and we're going to have you talk about microwave cooking. So, Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to be careful what you say on this call. <laughs> yep, if we notice you. Um, but in all seriousness, like the microwave is something I honestly don't use and I feel bad because I know we, we try to, I try as much as possible to deal with people's uh, comfort levels and... Um, I'm more of the stovetop uh, guy myself, so I think it'll really be a good thing to actually cover. Actually, I do actually agree. It would be a good microwave. idea to have some extra, some somebody to come and talk more specifically yep. about microwave cookery, and which is possibly... why one of Heidi's calls, uh, which is why it's so yep. it's so important she had a new microwave, because one of her calls is making microwave cake. Yep. And I was going to suggest, I wonder if you could tag team with uh, Heidi and uh, Nick there, you know, just so... so... Or, or do we make him do it all by himself? What do you think, Tori? No, I think I think Travis can handle it. He's a big boy. Okay. All right. Very good. So <laughs> now he's thinking, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. So all right, we're definitely gonna we're we're covering we, we cover all aspects of cooking here on the Herbie's Cooking Corner and um Wonder if I really need to change it to just calling it the cooking corner or the cooking corner show. Um, I mostly just refer to it as the cooking corner. The cooking corner, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I may, I may, I may um, we'll see. We'll see about that one because. <clears throat> um, yeah, but it does mean rebranding. It does, yeah. That's a lot. No, of that's work. work. We that don't is, do work. No, we don't. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> So we're going to have a, quite a variety of people on here, guys, and uh, this is going to be fun. I'm really excited about uh, the direction we are going. We're also going to have uh, two mics on here. One is going to talk about cooking. He will be brand new to this community, and um, I don't think he's been on any previous calls. And then the other mic you do know, Michael Babcock, he's going to talk about the uh, Traegers. So we're going to learn about outdoor grilling. And... Um, Let's see. What's the next thing you and I are actually slated to cook? Or, or, or do we actually have anything? Um, yeah, but not until the other side of the convention, because then right. there's no call because of the convention. Yep. So, so where are we coming in out of when we get back from convention? Uh, let's see. Ah, here is my cooking call schedule. Okay. Eleventh, breakfast quinoa pudding. All right. So that's what we're coming out with. All right. I gotta go practice that one. So. <laughs> It's what Herbie's practicing in between convention calls. Yep. 
All right, so we did manage to go over the hours. So as you heard, guys, there's a lot of exciting things to happening. Make sure you are subscribed to the ACB Cooks List. ACB, uh, and um, you can do that just by emailing uh, community at acb.org and asking nicely to please be added to the Cooks List and uh, include your name and email address. And if you're not part of the community list, make sure you join that as well. Also, we've got some other exciting calls happening on the community today. None of them are being streamed because of convention, but you can uh, definitely still join in on Zoom. And a handful are happening in Clubhouse. That's what I was going to say. You're fine. Yep. So we've got Unmute Presents. We've got um, uh, games to play with Lady A. We've got the Braille Room. And uh, crocheting. And I guess we're having both the man cave and the she shed. So uh, there you go. Um, the boy, what happens in the boys' cabin and the girls' cabin when the two meet? Is that what we're gonna find out? Or I guess they're two no. separate calls. Okay. They're separate calls, and they're okay. gonna stay separate calls. <laughs> they're gonna stay Can separate calls. You have calls. one last hand. I don't know if you want to take it or not. Yep, we will take yeah, it. Yeah, come on. Let's it's take not it. the man shed and the she cave. <laughs> I guess not. Abraham, what did you want to add? I just wanted to add a joke. Um, it's a shame that Travis is not doing toaster. Uh, uh, you know how to use the toaster. Um, because then it'll be tasty toaster treats with Tra- Travis on a Tuesday. <laughs> so. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, let's include toasters in that thing there too, Travis. And uh, you, you, you got time to one between now and November. All right. So Haley and Tori, I'll get you two in contact with each other and um, right after this call. And um, there you All go. Right. And Although immediately after this call. <laughs> All right. <laughs> immediately after this call, I'll be talking to Tyann, so. Ooh, oh boy. All right. Go Hello. ahead, Haley. Hey, Haley. Um, first of all, it has now been renamed Hug and Seal. And Tori, you have two more lemonade recipes I just sent to you. One is um, homemade honey lemonade, and one is strawberry ginger. Okay, I will take a look. So my thanks to Kayla and uh, Savart for uh, um, (laughs) mosting and hotterating today. And uh... And we will look forward to Travis's mixed up microwave memories. (laughs) <laughs> we will. Oh my god. <laughs> Poor Travis, but uh, it's be all, it's, it'll be good for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You got at least one audience member. <laughs> but all right. On that note, we will see you all next time.